What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of the Breakdown Sportscast. I'm your host, Corey Willis. What's going on, everyone? I hope you all had a great weekend. Hope you had a time to watch a lot of college football over the weekend. We got a lot to talk about. So, um, so yeah, I hope, hope you all enjoyed um, just watching all of the crazy games throughout the league. Um, as always, we appreciate y'all's support with the podcast. Um, we're on many different podcast applications such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Um, we are now on YouTube, so we're really happy to you know bring the show on that platform as well. Um, we're on Amazon Music, Audible um, through Amazon as well, iHeartRadio, and many other streaming applications so yeah if if you're listening to us on any podcast application um that's around we really much appreciate it be sure to you know subscribe um, comment let us know all of your feedback helps us know what we're doing and how we can improve for the future so so we really much appreciate um you guys listening in to the show um i am here with my good friend co-host he is Chris Bolton. What's going on, Chris? Hey, what's good, Corey? Man, feeling good. Just, just uh, ready to talk about what was another chef's kiss of a college football weekend. You, you got your upset. You got your almost upsets. <laughs> I mean, you got your comebacks. You know this. This was another great college football slate, man. People will sleep on it. The, they, they, people didn't, didn't necessarily think, oh, you know, we just, it's Colorado, Colorado State, or Georgia, South Carolina, Bama, you, you South Florida, we know who's going to win. But did you know how <laughs> they were going to win? And I don't think people, they, they, I don't think anybody saw this weekend panning out the way it did. No. I, I, I don't think anyone that if if anyone would have told you that another head coach from a university would call out another man about wearing sunglasses indoors. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And it would turn into just just a a sea a wave, of, a just movement. a wave of fans, a wave of prime was prime made at what one point two mil in a day off the off the shades off Look. the sales. <laughs> that that is insane. Okay, hey man, <laughs> you you love to see it, bro. You love, you to, love see to see it. it. I think I think that's the the perfect perfect transition, man. Perfect segue. Let's let's go ahead and get, get to it. Yes, that I, I, Coach I, Prime, Colorado, Colorado State, mm-hmm. Jay Norvell. Um, it the, the build up was 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 cool, you know. We already yeah. know this is a two in state rivals mm-hmm. going up against each other. The the rivalry relevant now for the first time in years. Um, no offense to those universities, those schools, but I mean they understand now the spotlight that that Coach Prime brings to Colorado, and then in in part brought to this rivalry, right? And I honestly, honest to God. It ex- it exceeded the hype. The game was great. It was the great. The game was 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 a great game. Was an awesome matchup. 
seeing a school that was, am I not mistaken, Corey, where it was Colorado State a 23-point underdog? Or yeah. was it even higher? Yeah, I, I, I woke up that morning and, and I noticed um, that they were a 23-point underdog in that game. It may, may have been 23-and-a-half, of course, but it was around that range where... It was around there, yes. And yeah. they... That team came ready to play football. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> they 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 gave Colorado everything they wanted and some. Yeah, they hey they they did more than than get ready to play football. They were ready to scrap. <laughs> they were ready to fight man, somebody. They, they, they was. They, and man, speaking of scrap, I mean, shoot, it almost went down after that hit that Travis Hunter suffered. Now he has a. It's been reported a, a lacerated liver. Expected to to be out three to four weeks. That that's my first time hearing it. <laughs> like, uh, wow. Yeah, Travis Hunter is supposed to be out several weeks, three to four weeks. Wow, that's so um, major blow. Major huge blow. It, it it puts a damper on you know someone who was having a a Heisman hopeful of a season. Mm-hmm. You know him, his his quarterback Shador, Michael Penix. And what he's doing in Washington, he wasn't. Travis Hunter was right there in, in the discussion with those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and now we'll, we won't have him for the Oregon. It seems like we won't have him for, you know, it's expected that he won't be playing in the Oregon nor the USC games mm-hmm. coming up on the schedule. We will see. But, um, man, that game was, was crazy. Just um, how did you feel? For you, what what did it, did it not seem crazy to be like wide open, awake at midnight, just <laughs> locked in on a game as if it was a three thirty CBS football game? Was, <laughs> that's that's some special stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it it is. So so folks, so pretty much the, the score. If you didn't watch this game, I don't know where you were. But um, number eighteen, Colorado defeated Colorado State um, forty-three to thirty-five in overtime. Um, in, in double overtime, actually. Double OT, so, yeah, double OT. So, so yeah, the, uh, for me watching this game, and as for for everyone that that probably watched it, you of course as well, Chris. Um, like this game was just. It was I, I I can't even describe what what this game was honestly it was it took you through just a roller coaster of emotions that I don't think you know even us being Mississippi State fans of course we never had games like this even national championship games haven't taken us to this level of just like oh man what's gonna happen next but this game delivered. Everything. If if you're just mm-hmm. a fan of just entertainment, even if you're probably not even a fan of college football, you just like walking on by and you like, oh, is it Deion Sanders? Oh, that's the son. Oh, Everybody wow. is invested. Yeah, everybody is invested. Whether you are a college football fanatic like we are, or a casual. Mm-hmm. This is. I was talking to texting one of my friends, one of my boys, Mitch Brown. He's like, man, this is like watching the Lakers. Like, this is this is the 
the Lakers back when they had like Shaq and Kobe. Like this is that kind of draw where it's like everybody is. It, it don't. It doesn't matter if you're in the East Coast. If you're on Eastern Eastern Standard Time, everybody's staying up late watching the game. Absolutely. Or you're tuning in at noon, nine nine a.m. Pacific, whatever time you got to be on. Everybody's watching Coach Prime, no matter what uh, what time, who they're playing, when they're playing, mm-hmm. where they're playing. It's just must watch TV. Yeah, and he's taking over college football. He um, is. <laughs> he's taking over college football. His team, three and zero. Three and zero. Three and zero, man. A team that that only had one win last season. <laughs> They already done, done, done tripled up, made made it three wins. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's impressive what it, what this team is doing. Um, I, and we was talk we were talking before the show. I think they needed this game, even though they didn't beat the spread. Didn't it wasn't a dominating performance heading into a a tough matchup on the road against Oregon, but. We got to see what this team like is kind of made of. Like, really, see them get punched in the mouth and had the fight brought to them because they are the hunted. Mm-hmm. You know, even though they are the number one team in the nation, everybody, everybody's gunning for Colorado. They they want to knock you off. You know, you're you're getting everyone's best game, I believe. Honestly, moving forward this season. <laughs> the yeah. teams that shouldn't be in the game with you, they're going to try to give you a game. Mm-hmm. And that is evident in what happened in this Colorado State game. Those guys, they made some catches on the outside. They made some plays. Yeah. <laughs> they they um, did. Um, that Horton kid from Colorado <laughs> State, hey, you, you watch out for him. Man, he might be playing on Sundays. <laughs> Yeah, I, right. This I would not be shocked. Yeah, Camara too. <laughs> he, he if he becomes a fifth round pick somewhere and makes somebody's roster, I would not be shocked one bit. Yeah, a- absolutely. Um, Camara on defense. That guy is a beast. I if I'm a <laughs> if I'm a head coach <laughs> of an NFL team or if I'm you know someone that's you know looking for talent. On the NFL team, I'm like, hey, you, you need to get these guys. I'm, t- I'm trying to tell you, man. They <laughs> they have some guys. That it was it was a great game. Um, the Buffs needed that game, though. I believe heading into Oregon because they came. They're now they're not on the high of. We were talking noise like they well they came at us. We chirped back, and then we smashed them. Mm. And you're feeling good, you know what I'm saying? You're on, you're on a high, you're on cloud nine, heading into Oregon. Nah, <laughs> you, 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 you really want a game that a lot of people can tell you you probably shouldn't have when you're trailing by double digits in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. That Vegas also said that you were going to win by 23 points. Exactly. <laughs> Y'all said it was personal. And you didn't blow them out. Yeah, you had to you had to get this one out the mud. So, you 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 really. I think this was what they needed though, because now you can refocus. All that talking is over with. Mm-hmm. Oregon is a, is is a legit team, right? Oregon can win the Pac twelve. Mm-hmm. 
and you're going to the Austin Zoo. Say what you want, SEC fans, about Bo Nix. Some people might know him as Bo Picks, but he's been doing his thing out there in Oregon. Absolutely. Absolutely. So he's a veteran QB, so you got to come with it this matchup. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's so funny <laughs> in preparing for the show. You go on ESPN and everything. They got the ads already up, Chris. Bodacious. <laughs> Bodacious Bo. They already telling you right now, like, this is our guy. This is who we want winning the, winning the Heisman Trophy this year. Shadur, <laughs> step out the way. Travis, you know, you can go over to the side. Michael Penis Jr., <laughs> hey, you hey, you you my you my boy. But 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 you know what time it is, right? Right? <laughs> Bow time. So Bow time. <laughs> So oh, it's man. it's just crazy. It's just crazy now that you know this game is over. You know now they're gonna have to like go in the lab, set up the biggest, best game plan as possible to take on Oregon. Like, like this ain't Colorado State that you that you're about to play. Nah, this ain't Colorado State. This ain't Colorado State. Um, do you have Shador's numbers from that game? I do. I do. He was 38 for 47. Um, <laughs> he threw a lot in, in this game. 38 for 47, 348 yards. Um, threw for four touchdowns, and he also threw um, that one interception in the game. So, um, Man, I mean, that's another great game by him, though. He stepped up. Yeah, he stepped up. He stepped he, up. Like, when I say, oh, I say a great second half. This team was losing, could not get any touchdowns going for anything. It took Shiloh getting that pick six to give them a spark, and they still trailed by seven at half, I believe. It was Mm 21-14. And they could not get things going on offense. But I believe their last, like, five of their last six drives ended in touchdowns. Mm Mm-hmm. Five of their last six drives ended in touchdowns for for the game. That second half going, including the overtimes. Yeah, that's 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 your quarterback just being special, bro. That's him just uh, uh, taking in the situation, observing it all, and like, hey, it's go time, guys. Like, it's, we 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 got to make this happen. Yep. Like it's now or never. And yeah. they made it happen. That's that's. You can't ask for more from your quarterback. No, you you can't. He took over in that game, flat out. Like he was like, "Look, Travis ain't here, y'all." <laughs> like, hey, Weaver, <laughs> Horn. Like Travis ain't here. Look, I'm a, I'm gonna throw it to you, but if y'all ain't open, if y'all ain't open, look, I got I got to take it to the house. All right, I I got to do what I got to do. <laughs> Um, and some and it, the running game going either. Yeah, how many rushing yards did he have? Colorado was not able to run the football for real. No, he, like Dylan Edwards, he 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 had um ten carries for fifty seven yards in the game, no touchdowns. Quiet day for him, and that's usually mm-hmm. not the day that he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout shout out to shout out to Colorado, man. I mean, I like that win. It wasn't pretty, but man, it was. That game was so captivating. Like I, I was glued. Mm-hmm. I was glued 
Coach Prime is he's got us. I I don't know. It's, I, I love seeing uh, what what he's doing right now with with the uh, Colorado with the Buffs. Hey, game uh, day there too. The Rock was there. Game day there and. Shoot, what they've been big noon. They they won the big noon twice back to back weeks to start the season. Yeah, big noon kickoff. Yeah, drew in the ratings. Then mm-hmm. um, the numbers were right there with Bama and Texas, the two top two of the top brands in college football. Two blue bloods, mm-hmm. the lifeblood of college football: Texas football, Alabama football. They, Colorado, Colorado State. I think the numbers they were right. They were right there with them too. That's crazy. It shows you the power of Dion. <laughs> Dion got us, bro. Dion got us. He got us captivated. And even after he the game, us, we were captivated. He brought his mom in the locker room. Yeah. Pretty, much, pretty much, pretty much put put Norville on the spot. He was like, "Hey, you, hey. you know, you didn't you didn't say anything about my mama, but you insinuated that you were talking about how hey, I was and, and she said, "I raised you right." <laughs> now hit my know. theme. I raised him right. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh man, so so entertaining. We we can talk we can talk about Neon Dion all day. We trip. can. But we gotta keep going. I will say, I will say this. I just, I don't want, I don't want the lore to go away. I need them to keep winning. Me too. I need them to beat Oregon. Just, just make it a USC unbeaten. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. They, they can lose by like a touchdown in that game. Be like, hey, it's okay. You'll beat everybody else anyway. Mad for all I care about USC. Just make it to that game unbeaten, so we can have all the hype going into it. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm look. I'm crossing my fingers, toes, everything, Chris. I'm, I'm I'm not playing right now. I I need to see this. This is for the culture right now. We need to see this for the culture. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh man. But, but yeah, great. Are you ready? You ready to get? Ready to keep it moving? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's go ahead and keep it moving. Um, yeah, great win for the Colorado Buffaloes. Shadir Sanders had had a great day. Really showed off why he is a Heisman contender. So you know, we'll we'll see going um, in the week um, in the week yeah. four. What we'll, 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 we'll come back to to this to the matchup coming up oh, yeah. later in the show. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so um, we talked about them um, just a little bit on and off um, with the Colorado game, Chris, but um, we'll delve deeper into what was a very weird game um, down at at South Florida where the South Florida Bulls hosted the Alabama Crimson Tide, Chris. And the loss. Yeah, you don't see that on the schedule very, <laughs> very much. Alabama going to South Florida. No, you don't. <laughs> they they lost that game. 17 to 3. <laughs> Man, that's what was the surprising part. It's not the fact that Bama beat South Florida. We everybody anticipated that. I know. We normally would see that game be 56 to 3. Exactly. Something to that, oh, that kind of sort. Not this one. Not this one. 
This, this, this was, this was insane. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like we're watching Rome collapse. Like, the, it was, it was, it was something to behold. So, Jalen Milro was uh, benched earlier in the in the week. Mm-hmm. The Alabama announced they would have another quarterback starting the Notre Dame transfer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, I forgot my guy's name. I know he's from Notre Dame, though. So, Tyler Buckner. Uh, Buckner, um, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Tyler Buckner. He was, he, they, they had him start. Right. Well, yeah, he was the starter. And then, um, later on, they <laughs> hit out Ty Simpson. Later on, the they brought Ty Simpson in, yeah, but but that offense was not looking good. It was, of course, it be it was a wet game. There was a rain delay at one point, mm-hmm. but Bama did not look like Alabama. No, they did. The offense, the offense could not do anything. I it know. was constant, constant punting, constant three and outs. It was weird. They couldn't get it. They couldn't sustain a drive, and it was it's it's insane. Um, if South Florida just had a, just a semblance of like really good of passing, mm-hmm. their quarterback could scramble and create with his legs. Right, Brown could, mm-hmm. but they could not get anything going in the passing game downfield. No, for real, for real. No, they they were <laughs> inept is is probably too nice of a word um, for South Florida's passing game. They they just didn't have it. <laughs> they didn't have it, and if they had it, just an average passing game. There's a good chance we're talking about South Florida just beat Alabama. Yeah, they had chances. They had tons. Of they chances. had all the chances in the world to to convert and make big plays. Yeah, several opportunities. Couldn't do it. They just did not. <laughs> they just couldn't. They just couldn't do it. They like they they go out there every drive and just throw duds. Just just ducks everywhere. It was an ugly game. We yeah. couldn't. We we I did. I it was so ugly. Yet I could not take my eyes off it because I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> this is really Alabama. I know. We have never seen Alabama play like this in the last 15 years, Corey. I know. They have not been as bad since, well, that, and, and how they performed in that game. Mm-hmm. We, they have not looked like that since maybe, what, Saban's first year? Yeah. Yeah, that team was not good when, when Saban took over. He he had to literally strip that team Kind of how, mm-hmm. how like Dion had to do with Colorado, like mm-hmm. that team needed a major overhaul. That's what this feels like right now. It was insane. I I still can't believe what I saw. Um, and honestly, Alabama is so lucky that they chose this year to be like this because ain't nobody good in the SEC. Let's get straight to it. Nope. Let's just be real. <laughs> <laughs> you, the SEC, this is the SEC like real down year, first down year in a minute. Yeah, that's how it looks. Mm-hmm. The conference is wide open. Nobody is unbeatable. 
even Georgia can be beat. We'll get to them later. Mm-hmm. But Alabama looks like they are falling apart in a way that we have not seen them look before. Now, we'll see how the season progresses because, you know, you're never going to get the same team every Saturday. Mm-hmm. But I think it's very safe to say this is not the Alabama team we grew up watching that we, we come accustomed to seeing. No. Not not at all. You like this is this is when I knew that this team was in trouble. When they trotted out Roydale Williams, that sounds like a two thousand three running back. <laughs> like flat out Chris. Roydale Williams goes out there, has seventeen carries, hundred and twenty nine yards, and a touchdown for him. Like, I I, I give him credit. I give Roydale uh, credit. He was producing for Alabama. If you want to find, we gonna give Roydale all the credit. They need to keep giving that thing to Roydale. <laughs> hey, look. All jokes aside, if this is your identity, just give him the ball <laughs> at this point. Because look, what else are you gonna do? We getting back to this. Is, we getting back to to to, to that old style of Alabama football. It looks <laughs> like it's, it's gonna take, but before the pre Lane Kiffin, Bama offense. Before they ran up the score and beat everybody with offense, when it was dominating with ball control and defense, you might have to get back to that. Yeah, the defense, the defense, you know, wasn't too terrible. They they struggled to stop the scrambling QB. There were some opportunities there, but overall, what I mean, your defense gave up three points. Mm-hmm. So, with an offense that looked inept and kept trotting defense back on the field, they kept getting tired. <laughs> you know, you probably had oh, yeah. a couple guys out there. I'm sure you did. You had a you had a couple guys. It's Alabama, you know, still trying because you mm-hmm. look on the side like Nick Saban sitting there. I I gotta give it my all, but as a team effort, was not there. Hey, it was not there, and I think I don't know, man. The, the real winner is Jalen Milrow, because. <laughs> This was a team that was just in the game with Texas mm-hmm. last week. The, yeah. You know, in the week prior, <laughs> it was just right there in the mix with Texas. That team that we saw Saturday, like they ain't never played football for real in their life. That did not look like an Alabama football team. That was not the same te- team that played Texas. Not at all. I know the offense struggled, but good lord, <laughs> that was bad. Like. Both your quarterbacks had deer in the headlights through the whole game. Ty Simpson had a couple throws, easy throws, some play action rollouts, got him some 15, 20 yards, just a couple of those. But otherwise, the offense, the passing game was non existent. Trash. Terrible. Unacceptable. I know people <laughs> unacceptable. And everybody gives Jalen Milrow a hard time, but this is his opportunity. This. This game right here, I bet it shut a lot of Bama fans up who've been calling for Jalen to get set sit down. Look, hands down at this point, like if you if you're an Alabama football fan saying that Bill Road needs to be benched, and you look at <laughs> these two other quarterbacks going out here, like. <laughs> you you sitting on a gold mine right now. You got Jalen Miro out there. At least you he's getting some production. You see, Nick was quick to say he's starting. 
this week against Ole Miss. And he waste no time saying that. <laughs> he knew. He knew. He's like, I, I, I'm not. I cannot win <laughs> with these other they, two they guys. Get, and Ole Miss has has their own deficiencies, but they would get beat by 21 probably if they don't start Milrow. That game could possibly be 21 zip halfway through the second quarter if they if if it's one of those other two starting. Absolutely. Besides Milro. Yeah. Hands down. Yes. I, I don't know. <laughs> he gives them their best chance though. Yeah. Jalen gives them their best chance. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see can Alabama create an offense that puts him in position to succeed. Mm-hmm. Let's let him Let's, let's make this a run-centered team. Let's just be honest. They need to just run the football. Jalen Melrose is an athletic quarterback. You're Alabama. You have you have five-star after five-star running back. Right. Let's just run the football. Tell your offensive line, just muscle up. Like, you're all 325, 340 across the board. Mm-hmm. You're Alabama. Let's go. Like, punch them in the face. Like, let's just dominate people. Get back to that style of football. Because you don't, you don't have the team... You don't have the receivers like you did before. You don't. You don't have Henry, Henry Ruggs. You don't have Devonta Smith. You don't have Ridley. Um, you don't have those receivers that are just special talents, like the the highest of talents that we're watching play on Sundays. Now you have good receivers. Mm-hmm. Nobody has just separated himself from the pack. Burden a solid receiver, but. Let's just instead of trying to spread it around, let's just run the football. You just want to dominate people. Ball control, defense. Get back to your old style of play and fit offense that that makes Jalen Milrow be successful instead of asking him to do things that he's not good at. Right. Because they're gonna have to. That's your best chance. That's your best chance. That's that's your only chance at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like you, you you don't do that. Like who knows what you'll be at? They could be eight and four if they keep trying to make a fit a what a square, a square peg into a round hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, if you keep trying to do things the way you want to instead of the way they need to be done, you can very well lose this game. You can get blown out the water by LSU. If that same LSU team we saw play on Saturday against Mississippi State, that's who you end up playing against. Ain't no telling what'll happen against Tennessee. I mean, they they had they got their own problems over there too. But the SEC is just so wide open. We you, you don't know what you're gonna get. Anybody can get beat on any Saturday this year. Truthfully, yeah. Truthfully, yeah. They can go out there and get. Yeah, I mean, if they play them, they can go out there and get Malawat by by Vanderbilt. At this point, man, they 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 lucky. Uh, they keep playing like what's, what's, yeah. I mean, they, they lucky. Uh, old boy transferred Mike Wright. <laughs> He's over there at Mississippi State and still ain't at Vandy. <laughs> hey, you. At this point, you know, if Vandy had a chance up, up against like the Floridas or the. The Georgias I mean, or, or they, Tennessee's or Manny just beat Kentucky last year. Yeah. It's it's not out of anything can happen. Yeah. <laughs> anything can happen. But yeah. <laughs> Bama. They better tighten up. They better tighten up, man. 
That's that's all I can say. They better tighten up. But um, yeah, seventeen. First time ranked right outside the top ten and what? What's the score? Man, how long has it been? <sighs> it's been a while since they have been outside the top ten. Yes, they're the AP top fifteen. They're number thirteen in the mm-hmm. AP poll. Yeah, they they dropped. We'll down get to it later. Spots. Number yeah. thirteen, and mm-hmm. I believe Ole Miss is now number fifteen. Yeah. That's, that's not what we're used to saying, Corey. <laughs> I, I know, I know. It's 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 wild. <laughs> it, it's usually just a three in front of that, it's, or or really a one. Is Alabama with the one, not the three with the two? Exactly. That was the thirteen. Oh my gosh! Like, it, look, they better find they better find a way to rectify this situation quick. And just like we said, I know we're about to hit into to um, some of the other games, but um, last thing I I just have to say, they better find a way to just uh, you know handle this situation because if they don't, pretty much like we're uh, we're saying now, they're in trouble. It's not good. It's not good. They are in trouble. It's it's again. This is the year. If there's a year for Alabama to not like Alabama, I can't stress to you people to to, to our listeners enough. This is the year. We I'm sure we we all seen the SEC across the board. Mm-hmm. It's it's it, 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 people are figuring things out. Everybody can be beat. Everybody has their deficiencies, yeah, so absolutely. you they can they they have the talent to still somehow win games, even though they look piss poor mm-hmm. and are not executing. And so we'll see, we'll see. But um, they need to figure it out because you know the people out there in Alabama, man, they don't they don't they don't play they don't play. <laughs> We, we everything's been 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 perfect and fine the last fifteen years with old Saint Nick and you know saying some running things rosemary's dandelions hey peaches and cream but look we know enough college football I didn't grow up in it seeing it for real but I know my history and I know Alabama fans will get you up out of there if you aren't. <laughs> Producing, they do not mind firing a coach and getting somebody else in there who can do the job. Yeah, it's prime. It... I, 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 <laughs> Magic was prime out there, in Alabama. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh! Imagine if that was if that was uh, to to possibly happen. Because look, look, we talking know, about if, him now. You know. <laughs> Okay, we let's go ahead and do it. You know, if Al, if Nick Saban retires, or if he, you know, eventually leaves Alabama, who do you think? When we're looking at how things are playing out right now in college football, who do you want taking over that job? Who can? Who is one of the few faces that can step in and still demand everybody's respect in the room and be like that man following Nick Saban? Who else would you want following Nick Saban? I think it has to be Coach Prime at this point. I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself, but looking at the job he's already doing now with Colorado, could you imagine him with Alabama's resources? I could. <laughs> I could. <laughs> I, I could. Look, look. I'm just saying this right now. I 
I can probably name like five coaches right now that will probably want that job, Chris. That like there's no discussion. Deion Sanders is probably who you would need to take over that program when this man's leave. Mm-hmm. Look, uh, um, um, it feels like Kentucky hiring Coach Cal yeah. when that happened when he first when he first hit the scene at Kentucky. Right, you know, someone that's got that swagger. That's the cool coach with one of the blue buds. Yeah, it would be something similar to that. Yeah, yeah, uh, but exactly like, like you can name a couple of coaches that will probably take that job, but like, yeah, Nabo nah. probably, of course, you know, someone that might be, you know, but things aren't looking good with Clemson right now. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, at this point, Dabo. Ain't got a chance. Oh, um, <laughs> you know, like Ryan Day, you want to come to the SEC? He's he's not hey, gonna, he's on the high school at A and M. He's not going to get promoted by taking the the, the nah. Bama job. I mean, well, you, you gonna try to pry Kirby? You gonna try to pry Kirby from Georgia? No. Nope. Um, <laughs> like you know, they like we we gotta be real. Like who's who's gonna be that coach? Yeah, Lincoln you taking Harbaugh, Harbaugh from Michigan? Like yeah, you know, you gonna try to. Like some that's some that's a, you know a possibility. Like, but yeah, you know there's there's people out there, but like if you you know you Crimson Tide fan or you one of those boosters right now, you trying to win. Call Deion Sanders. That's what they're gonna tell. That's what they're gonna say. <laughs> I can see it now. We can both see it now. That's what's gonna end up being. Oh man, it's gonna be. We're gonna sit back and watch the show. We're gonna, oh, yeah. we're gonna see how Alabama continues the rest of the season. I am, man. This is, this, this is such a fun season. This is such a fun season. I'm, I'm loving this. I love college football. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Got Ole Miss this week, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Happens with old Saint Nick in the yeah. Tie. We'll, we'll touch on that on that possible ma- on that matchup in a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, we'll um, go down to the next game, um, which is also um, an SEC game as well. Um, last two um, matchups we have are SEC games, but um, this one in particular, Tennessee going in the swamp, Chris. Um, they got swamped. They got swamped. Twenty nine sixteen. Who knew? Who knew that Billy Napier was going to figure out a game plan to take down number 11, um, Tennessee? I'm not going to hold you. I had I, I, I had Florida coming with the upset in this one. I'm not going to hold you. Mm-hmm. I didn't like what I saw from Tennessee when it comes to Milton and his accuracy issues, and it played out. Yeah, Tennessee is a running football team. They got they might as well just run the football. That's what they're better at. Yeah. Milt ain't throwing that thing. He he is struggling throwing the ball twenty yards downfield. The accuracy is not there. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's he's definitely not showing the accuracy um, that a lot of Tennessee fans would have hoped. Um, to see from him. Man, so, he was getting hyped up as a Heisman candidate preseason too, if you ask <laughs> Tennessee fans. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, you know, they were rallying for Milton. 
to, you know, make that statement, plant that flag, plant out that there flag. and say, yeah, yeah. and say, hey, I'm here now, but you know, it's struggling. He's struggling right now, so you know, it, it's. It, I don't know where Tennessee really goes from here. Um, just because, Man. like, they still have to play Georgia. They got to play Bama. Still got to play South Carolina. Yep. It don't get still any have to easier play Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're going to see, man. I mean, honestly, but still got to play Missouri. That's the <laughs> game. They got to go to Missouri. Got to go to That's the game. Oh. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. I, I don't know what to say about the way, the way Tennessee looking, I'm about, I, I take Missouri right now. Mm hmm. Give me Missouri to win that game. Yeah. After how they just beat Kansas State, that was a great game. Mm hmm. Awesome matchup. But, um, but yeah, shout out to Florida. I think we can hit Florida. They are, they are improving. They are. It looked rough game one against Utah, but granted, Utah is sitting here with the top 11 team in the nation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? This is, this is one of the better, better teams and you, you lost to them at their home field. So not a you bad know, loss. Not a bad loss at all. <laughs> and and so Florida looks looks solid. Yeah. Um, I mean the margins are thin in this league in the SEC this year. So mm-hmm. they had the home field. We saw we saw the problems that Tennessee's been having. Like if you looked at the scores in their games, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, Tennessee's good. But if you actually watched, like you watched the Virginia game, yep, you saw some of the throws that Milton he was missing. Mm-hmm. If you go back and look at the film, you're like, man, like you know, Tennessee is not making those plays like they were last year when Hyatt was catching bombs for 50 yard touchdowns, like how right. he just destroyed Alabama. Mm-hmm. They've been missing on those explosives. They have they came back to bite them. I came back to bite them. They've been missing on those 25-yard deep posts. Not even the 50, 60-yarders, but like the 20, 25, 30-yarders. Mm-hmm. They've been missing. So, you can't sustain drives when you're not completing those passes when you get those opportunities. Right. And and we saw Florida punch them in the mouth, get that running game going, and get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting to see um, both of these teams on, you know, the way that they've looked. Like, you know, Joe Milton, he's he's definitely no Hendon Hooker <laughs> um, no, with, with his arm. He's um, not, yeah. But he's an impeccable runner, but I definitely agree. Like, their identity is running the football right now. And, I mean, it this is going to be um, interesting to see how you know how they kind of progress or if they can progress with throwing the football now because I know Josh Heupel wants to throw the football and if Mm -hmm. you can't throw the football like it's just just like a Mississippi State thing like it's not going to work 
know, like I'm just this is going to pull us away a little bit, like a little bit of a tangent. Mm-hmm. But we're about to see like some of these coaches, man. Can you really coach? Yep. Like when things aren't going your way, mm-hmm. when th- what you want to do isn't working, can you make that mid-season adjustment? What are you going to do to help your team improve and be a better team, be the best version of themselves? Right. You might not. It might not be what you did last year. Mm-hmm. It might not have been what you've been doing the last five years and you've had success with. Mm-hmm. But can you can you change it? Tennessee, are you gonna be a run first team? And like that's really gonna be what y'all lean on? Alabama, are you gonna go back to your days of ball control, run the football, play action pass to get touchdowns? Um in the passing game? Mississippi State. You you can't throw the football with the quarterback who's stagnant and is a pocket passer. Mm-hmm. Who's supposed to give you the best chance at throwing the football? Right. And you can't throw the football. Do you continue to trot him out there, even though I know he's a senior? Like, if what you're doing isn't working, or do you give the backup a chance? Do you give Mike Wright, who's someone who's won in the SEC, went to Kentucky with leading Vanderbilt and got a win at Kentucky? Mm-hmm. Do you give him a chance? Like it, it can't hurt you. If Alabama is out here trotting out three different quarterbacks, if any other team in this country is having quarterback problems, you are not too good to swap somebody out and to give them a chance. If we're seeing Alabama do this, then Mississippi State damn sure can trot out another quarterback and give him a chance to see if he can do better. Yeah, yeah, because you're you're putting yourself in uncharted territory if you're not doing these things. You know, it, the the talent now in college football is spread it out so much now. Not even just through, you know, the SEC, but everywhere. Where you got to be ready to play every single week. And you have to have a game plan to make sure that you're as competitive as you can possibly be. So, all of this, oh, we're going to keep this guy out here because, you know, he's, he's always been... Um, accurate for us, he's going to remain to be accurate for us. Like, look, your game plan is your game plan. If this is what you're going to do, you're going to have to put the best people that you got on your team to win. And that's the reason yes. why hoarding a bunch of freshmen or transfers and stuff, none of that stuff works anymore in college football. So, and I I know we're talking about uh, Tennessee and Florida, and we're not saying um, Tennessee's doing that right now. They have a really good right. team still, even mm-hmm. after this loss. And, and for you know, sure, Florida, sure. Florida seems to have figured out some things too. But mm-hmm. it, like, that's the case now, and these are the things that you have to do in order for your team to be successful. So, yeah. We're really about to find out what a lot of what these teams are made of coaching wise, just because of the fact that like, like you said, the talent is so diverse and the is brought so much parity to the league to where now, like we really need to see like, are these players going to be set up in the best position to win these games? Mm-hmm. Like who can go out here and win these games? The talent's diverse. 
Mississippi State and like Ole Miss have been bringing in what top thirty, top twenty five recruiting classes, and they end up being ranked ninth and tenth in the damn league because everybody's bringing in a top twenty five class, right? <laughs> Especially <laughs> with transfers now. Yeah. Like the rankings don't even mean that much anymore with recruiting. So, yeah, it like it comes down to just more than just the talent you tried out week in and week out. Like you got it makes sorry coaches, but it makes your job much harder now. So, like you're absolutely right, Chris. Like, um, it this is really going to test. Coaches like Josh Heupel and Billy Napier and, you know, tons of other coaches around college football. Mm-hmm. Um, and Billy's responded. Like, Shout out to Billy. He got yeah. punched in the mouth off in Utah, and you turn around and you, you take care of business at home field against a rival. Mm-hmm. You beat a ranked Tennessee team. Yeah. Convincingly. Yeah. And the fan so, base was coming after him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, look what he, and look what they did on Saturday. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like it, you know, it is not about how you start. It is about how you finish. Um, and that goes with every other coach um, mm-hmm. out in college football. So we're, I'm just ready to see how they respond yeah. to, to to these these trials, these tribulations, you know, thrown their way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because ain't nobody gonna be holding your hand no more, Josh Heifel. Like no more Hendy Hooker. You know, this ain't last year. You know, now is really time to go to work, hit the books, watch the Mm -hmm. film, you know, do all of the necessary things that you need to do in order for your team to be successful. So I I hope he does. (laughs) I hope he does. I hope I will. We're going to be watching, man. Yeah. Yeah. We will be watching. We'll be watching.